This is the Dr. Seuss Podcast. Thou shall impeach. That's the Lost Boy song, you know. Thou shall not kill. Thou shall impeach. Let's do this. Oh my God, people. Oh, it's early. I had a glass of wine. It's been a long fucking day. That's all I'm saying. And anti-Maxine Waters has told me not to watch the State of the Union or whatever they call that. And I'm not. I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I didn't watch the halftime show. And I didn't watch the fucking State of the Union. Because there is no... It's We're not united. It's as fucking simple as that. It's the Dr. Seuss Podcast. I want to give a nod to another podcast that I just love. I love David Tennant's podcast on iTunes. I'm a big Doctor Who fan. I've never seen Broadchurch. Um, I saw some vampire movie he did years ago. Um, and And he was interviewing Whoopi Goldberg. The first episode, he interviewed Olivia Coleman from The Favorite. I love that interview. And I love the Whoopi Goldberg interview because I'm such a... Whoopi Goldberg... It's just you can't really describe her. I love that she's done so many different jobs in her life. I can kind of, um, you know, uh, relate to that, but not being a beautician. I mean, my God, a bricklayer. She's she's been it all. You know what I mean? And I love how she told the story about Mike Nichols. You know, basically telling her, "Let's take it to Broadway," and she didn't believe him. You know, and and how when she did uh, the comedy show and then A Color Purple, her friend says, you're not going to be anonymous after this. And she's like, yeah, whatever. And she was right. She was right. Whenever I think of Whoopi Goldberg, of course, I think of Color Purple. I think of Jumpin' Jack Flash. Um even how Stella got her groove back. She was hilarious in that, you know? Ghost. Woo! She's had so many great moments. Sometimes I watch her on The View. Sometimes I don't. I... She's an interesting comedian. You know, I love when she hosted the Oscars. She hosted the Oscars about... 17 years ago. Right after 9-11 in 2002 It was hilarious The way she broke the ice She says yes America has We've been through a national tragedy But it's okay Mariah Carey has already made another movie <laughs> She's like huh, Go ahead Laugh out loud child You know I love that And that was the night Holly Berry won And Denzel Washington won So it's kind of bittersweet because, you know, I think a lot of us thought Whoopi would be the first to win Best Actress. 
for a color purple, but she didn't. And, you know, Whoopi was okay with that. A color purple. I've read the book. The book is, oh my God, that's crazy. And then the movie, there were certain things they could not put in that movie. But I think we all, we all have our moments. You know what I mean? I love it when she tries to shave him. (laughs) I love it. I love when they're seated around the table. You've got all these great actors. That's the that's the beauty of film like that. You know what I mean? You got Steven Spielberg's directing. You got all these great actors. Um some of them are no longer with us, sitting around this table, having it out. And there's Whoopi and her and Danny Danny Glover's never been nominated for an Oscar, by the way. He should have for playing that character. He was bad. Bad. And then you got Oprah. Oprah's just laughing. She's like, and she says it. She says that moment. She says, I want to thank you, Miss Seeley, for everything you have done for me. Because of you, I know there is a God. I know there is a God. One day I was going to come home. Don't do it, Miss Seeley. Don't trade places with me. He ain't worth it. He ain't worth it. I love that. Of course, we all love... You told Hoppo to beat me. (laughs) Remember that? Oh. And then Whoopi, you know, she's got her moments, you know, uh... Uh, everything you you done to me Already been done to you oh, My god And then when Nettie shows up Nettie Silly It's so many great moments Sugar Avery, God's trying to tell you something You know what I mean Singing sister Ooh. She wasn't really singing Tata Vega was Tata Vega was singing God's trying to tell you something And sister You know you've been on my mind I love that It is A beautiful movie to watch It's a hard movie to watch Because of the the abuse Um And then to watch This Decades Estrangement Finally come to an end. And it was not an estrangement on her part. It was Mr. You know what I mean? Or Albert. As they called him. Yeah. But it was an interesting interview. I I love I love the op- openness of Whoopi. I always I always have. I always I love how she tells her story. Her story is not perfect. No one's story is perfect. And here she is on The View. She's making movies. She's a comedy icon. I mean, you know, Fontaine. I don't know if you've ever seen that. YouTube it. Her Broadway debut. And remember, she had all these characters. She she was living in, in you know, uh, Berkeley in the San Francisco area. Bay Area. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with 
Northern California. I'm in Northern California, but I'm like, I'm like 90 miles from San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. So anytime I want to go, go to like a parade, it's like, I got to plan it out. Okay. Do I want to take this? You know, one time I was invited and I declined and that's fine. You know, I feel the pride. The pride is in all of us, you know. Going to the hot cookie, that was prideful. Because then it's like, ooh, we're eating a chocolate cock filled with, uh, you know, uh, coconut. It was, it was great. It's one of those moments where it's like, oh, my God, you know. I have it on camera somewhere. I can't post our faces because it's, you know. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, one of them has it. Oh, those were the days, you know. It's uh, how does that song go? Remember All in the Family? But a Living Color did a really great spin off of it, you know. A uh, Soul Train was the hit parade. Those are the stuff they hadn't made. Those were the days, and you knew who you were then. There were no black Republicans. Maybe we could use a guy like Marcus Garvey again. <laughs> that's that's serious. That's in Living Color. It was a skit uh, with Takia Crystal Kima. Um, and it said, what if Archie and Edith were black? It was hilarious. Um, for years, I didn't watch Saturday Night Live. In the 80s, I did. And then in the 90s, I was like, it's in Living Color. And Living Color did something Saturday Night Live could not do, which was the controversy. And Living Color pushed the envelope. It was a multiracial cast, which Saturday Night Live couldn't really boast upon. You know, I mean, yeah, you had a few people, you know, yeah, okay. But what In Living Color did was, I mean, they made fun of everybody. Tanya Harding, Michael Jackson, Tupac, Prince. Um, this, this was, uh, ooh, and it ended in 94. Right around the time that Arsenio Hall left television. And right before... The trial of the century, or as I love how when when she, the way I just said that made me think of Jim Carrey when he used to do his Seinfeld parody. What is the deal? <laughs> My brother always thought that was hilarious. Mine though, of course, was Wanda, and when Jamie Fox won that Oscar, all I could think was, "Hi, for real though." Oh, you got to drink. Oh, you say you cross ocean the time to be with me. So if you get to drink up, use a straw because drink up. Or then I love when the Dracula parody, which is probably one of the best. And he's like, oh, you know, you you have mirrors. I hate mirrors. Oh, you know, you got to go nowhere. Mirror, mirror on the wall. And the mirror, mirror, the mirror breaks. See, I got you. I have you. Now let me rock your underworld. <laughs> oh God, it's it's not even Thursday, and we're already throwbacking. You know what I mean? It's Tuesday. 
It was not a cute Tuesday. It was kind of like, oh, Tuesday. Get me out of here. Calgon, fucking take me away. You know? Or one of those moments where on your four-way road and nobody knows who to go next. Who's going to go next? You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't have a book of rules. I have a book of fun. You know what I mean? Um, But sometimes I'll listen to my own podcast because I want to hear, okay, what are they hearing? Once I've done it, it's in the can. It's not up my ass, but it's in the can. I've had things... I, I put a well no it's TMI we'll save that for Friday <laughs> yeah you know I would have been a great spy oops I shouldn't say that oops nah I wouldn't have never mind we're not gonna talk about that I'm not don't worry but you know I mean I, I saw this thing that Ozzy Osbourne went to where they had I think it was a, an MI6 agent um, and he like stuck like something up his butt, you know, and I'm like, oh, I could do that, you know, um, but only for my country, you know, the United States of Obama, not the United States of Trump, because I didn't vote for that motherfucker. I was telling someone we were at a training and they said, oh, that man. And I said, you know. I always give him a cup of shut the fuck up. She looked at me and started laughing. You do? I said, oh, yeah, he's a son of a bitch. Orange motherfucker. He makes me not want to drink orange juice. But then, you know, I have to unless it's red. It's nice and juicy and, you know, it does good things for my body. Yeah. And I'm already done with the Super Bowl. I I call it the Super Balls now. You know, I, how many people are going to go back to watching The Voice like, hey, hey, oh, oh, Adam, Fiend, oh, no. I, it's so funny. Half the people don't even know he's married and as a kid because he ain't got no ring on his finger. He wears it on his chest. Those tattoos are yuppie tattoos. I'm calling him out. I even... Maroon 5, you suck. You suck. Yeah, you suck. Who, here's what I'd like to know. Who the fuck thought he would be a good music um, host of a talent show? Motherfucker doesn't even have a good voice. You know, poor Whitney Houston, when she was alive, she would have been great on The Voice. I mean, fuck. She knew about scales. Even Christina Aguilera. Half the motherfuckers don't even know about scales. And I was like, now it's about, oh, you know, we gonna put, we're going to run this through the Pro Tools right now. You know? Every time it's raining, I think of, there's a really great Whitney Houston song. All the men that I need. Oh, when she hits that note and he fills me up. Woo! Get a Whitney. That is where Celine Dion can not, she won't, I, I'm sure she's a nice person. I love how she supports Lady Gaga, and I love that picture of them together. But, and she tried to sing a Whitney song once, and it was like, no. That's where Whitney will always prevail, even though Whitney is gone, and Whitney had her trials and tribulations. 
that voice, she had something that no other singer had. When she sings, he fills me up. He gives me. I'm not even going to try. And she just hits that note. And it's like, fuck. That you feel. It's indescribable with Whitney what you feel. I felt. I remember being a little kid and hearing Whitney Houston sing and thinking, whoa. Why did that make the hairs on my arm stand up? You know what I mean? No other singer can do that. Nobody. And we're nearing the... She's been gone for... Seven years. Seven years, people. It's just sad. She died the night before the Grammys. Everyone, that's all everyone was thinking about. LL Cool J probably did one of the most beautiful things. The way he sent... Whitney off into the ether with a prayer you know and then they play that clip of her singing I will always love you this is one of the few times I get verklempt because I watch her now and I'm thinking my god you had so you had demons but you had this talent and now we know why she had those demons now we know people one of the greatest singers of all time. I love Aretha, but I love Whitney. Whitney, even Aretha knew. when The way she referred to her as Sissy's baby. Because she knew Sissy taught her well. You know, and it's hard to say with Whitney. I do get verklempt talking about her because I thought she was amazing. And I loved her humor. She was talking about she's from Brick City. <laughs> I love that. You know, Bad TV would do really funny parodies of her. <laughs> oh, God. They were hilarious, you know. But at the same time, you know, <laughs> it's a it's a test of it's a testament. That's that is a, a warning about celebrity and where it can take you. You think of how famous she was and she didn't even have to blink and someone would offer her cocaine. She'd been doing it before she got famous. So when people were like, well, Bobby, 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 you know, that's Bobby created that. No, Bobby, no, no, it was way before, Bobby, you know, I mean, they fed into it, you know, that was their drug each other. And they did them together. You know, it's sad. It's sad. Um, you know, we can make light of it because of sometimes you have to do that in order to survive is to make light of things. Okay. You know, let's see the humor within it, you know. And I had a lot of friends in college who did drugs and who knows where they are now. One of them I hung out with and I thought, whoa. I didn't say anything. I was just like, whoa, you're still doing drugs. That made me not want to hang out with them anymore. I was just like, it's like you could smell it on them, but not smell it. You could, but just by their actions. You know what I mean? I didn't want to be in that uh, circle anymore. You know what I mean? I do like a circle jerk, though. <laughs> well, imagine me saying that on stage. 
10,000 people. Hey, yeah. Don't you like one too? Come on, let's go out to the back. <laughs> oh, oh, I just made some of you feel uncomfortable, you know? Don't you be lying if you got wet. <laughs> I love the intimacy of this show. If I ever were to do stand up, and I don't think I would, but if I, it is in the back of my mind just to let it all out. You know what I mean? Just to talk about my day, be like, hey, I did this. And all the while I'm thinking, I'm going to go home and I'm going to recall my show. Yes. <sighs> I'm going to record my show. I am my own drink. That's what this show should have been called. But the Dr. Zeus podcast fit, you know, because I'm such a I'm such a fan of Doctor Who. And I've been called the doctor before. By a friend of mine, a very amazing friend, and my nickname is Zeus. So you know, it stuck. I mean, it, I I could copyright it. You know, I'm not Gene Simmons. Ugh. I'm not a big Kiss fan either. You know, I want to copyright all night. He's an ugly son of a bitch, and I'm sure you know. Hey, women are like, oh my god, I got. Oh, he was so hairy, and he was so kiss. He gave me a kiss bracelet, and I'm in the Gene Simmons Hall of Fame now. I would throw up. I'd like to ask Cher. Well, hey Cher, yes, what is it? What is it, sweetie? You woke me up from a very Cher nap. Uh, hey, Cher, what what made you want to just ride that dick? I don't I don't understand. To go from Sonny to Greg Allman to Kiss. Well, it was the seventies, you know, a lot of drugs, and Gene, you know, Gene was just tall and stupid. And I wanted to see if his dingling worked, you know? And it did. Um, it's not to say I don't dislike him. I wouldn't do it again. He had hair places that I don't even think science knows about. So, you know, it was kind of like if I could turn back time, you know? And I'm very, I'm very thankful. You know, Tom Cruise was my top ten. You know, he's in the top five. But Gene is not. Because Gene, Gene, it was like putting a jawbreaker up your pussy. You know, it was just not, it was too big. Um, And he could have broke me. You know, I don't know how those girls, I don't even have a Gene Simmons fucked me bracelet. So, that's, uh, he broke that hymen down, you know. Thank you, Cher. Oh, honey, you're welcome. You know, I I don't like Kiss either. You know, I think I inspire them to do disco. I was made for loving you. It was more like I'm made for loving Cher. More fucking Cher. You know, gypsies, tramps, and thieves. Oh, I gotta go take a nap now. Okay, bye. Back time, back time. Thank you, Cher. 
Oh my god So you mentioned Gene Simmons And she comes a calling I hope she goes to the Oscars Now that would be funny She gets up there A no host show <laughs> Oh The Academy Don't you ever learn from previous mistakes Robbed Lowe And Snow White Oh my god a no host show. Hey, I'll host the show, the Dr. Zeus podcast, live from the Oscars. Hey, Glenn Close. You want to say it now? You're not going to be ignored, Oscar. Yeah. Gary Oldman. I know. You won that you won that Oscar for Winston Churchill, but come on, we all loved you as Count fucking Dracula. Pumping that blood out of Winona Ryder You scared the shit out of me And Ooh Look at that Amy Adams You're playing Lynn Cheney <laughs> But you know It's okay cause Christian Bale Is Dick Cheney And when Dick Cheney Speaks you know what it sounds Like to me Sterling Hayden if you remember, if you've ever seen Doctor Strange Love or How I Stop Worrying to Love the Bomb, there's a great scene where Sterling Hayden, he's got that cigar in his mouth and he's saying, Precious, precious bodily fluids. And each time I hear Christian Bale speak as Dick Cheney and Vice, it reminds me of that. That's probably why it's a parody. You know, to watch Christian, and then and then Sam Rockwell as uh, George W. Bush. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's a stretch right there. Although you know, if you saw three billboards out of Shut the Fuck Up, you would understand. In three billboards, he plays a piece of shit. He won an Oscar for playing a piece of shit. Who has like one shining moment Toward the end And of course Frances McDormand I loved her in Fargo I loved her in everything else I hated her In three billboards out of Ebbing I want my money back It was supposed to be funny And some of the shit that she says I'm like Are you kidding me but her Oscar speech was good. You know, she goes, ha, 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 Oh my god, those are so fucking good. One time I was with a friend and we were describing In and Out. And my friend out of the blue looks at me and says, You know, sometimes you're like a male version of Suzanne Sugarbaker. I said, You know, that's a compliment. I mean, I don't have a pet pig. I'm not that rich yet. I don't know. I don't think so. It's kind of funny, though. Probably because I was like, well, I don't know. You know, I had like a blonde moment. I don't have a blonde hair on my head or in my, my, you know, 
down there, Sharon Stone. <laughs> oh, God. See what a little wine could do for the Dr. Zeus podcast? <coughs> My God. It is amazing. My grandmother always said a little wine on Christmas doesn't hurt. <clears throat> but it's not Christmas. It's February. And remember, people, I'm going to tell you something. There is nothing racist about Mary Poppins. There is something racist about Liam Neeson's expose, exposing the story like that. It's like, oh, Liam, oh, Neeson, oh, God, oh, 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 why, why? And I love how people, oh, no, it's bringing it out of the closet. Oh, my God. They wrapped that red carpet up quicker than, you know, a wa- uh, a bikini wax. I mean, it was like, ow, all the way. Oh, I love what Joan Rivers said about that. Not about Liam Neeson, but bikini wax. Get a Brazilian wax. You'll tell secrets you never knew you had. Yeah, I loved her. <laughs> oh, some of those jokes she told on Fashion Police. I wish they had like a reel of them. They were hilarious. It's the one about Paris Hilton, I think, though, that's right up there. You know, she's like, oh, my God. Paris Hilton, the dress. Um, That's what I said. That's a lot of white on Paris. This is the first time I met fabric. It is just, you know, I love that. Or, um, <laughs> I mean, she had some, she had some jokes, you know, uh, <laughs> she, <laughs> she talks about Joan Rivers jewelry. <laughs> oh my God. There, some of them I can't remember. Oh yeah. She did tell the one, was it? What? Oh. Things would have been different if we'd had Twitter. This is Amelia Earhart. Where the fuck am I? (laughs) She was right. You were right, Joan. That's why we miss you. The Dr. Zeus podcast is brought to you by Don't Watch the State of the Union. It's also brought to you by Auntie Maxine Waters. Call her. I'll call her. You know, if if there was if pigs flew over my house, I would have her on the show. I could just imagine us sitting out in the orchard saying, Auntie Maxine, you got to tell me, do you want to give him a cup of shut the fuck up on my show? Well, you know, I don't use that kind of language, baby, but I'll say it. If I could get her to say that Christmas would be all year long. You wouldn't even have to watch it on Hallmark. I've about had it with those Hallmark movies. When I go to see my friends, it's cool, you know. I thought they were going to play Gin Rummy. No, they want to watch Hallmark all night. I thought, oh, Lord, I am in hell. The only good one was Rachel Lee Cook. I thought, whoa, look what a little Botox can do. She'll look like Winona Ryder. Long hair. A, a little better acting, you know, it wasn't she's all that, you know. 
It's the Dr. Zeus podcast. You expect that kind of shit. You're not going to find it at Jimmy fucking Fallon. You know, or um, I like Kimmel. I like I like Kimmel. You know, he's a little hairy for me, but I, I like him, you know. Stephen Colbert, or as my friend calls him, Stephen Colbert. No, I don't think so. Homie, don't play that. So I'm going to give a couple shut the fuck up to the State of the Union because ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, now we're going to give you some unpleasant dreams because I'm in bed. I'm listening to fake rain, you know. Yeah. Good night. Unpleasant dreams. <laughs>